to the Meat Cartel Podcast. This is episode three. Tonight's topic is going to be summertime grilling, but before we get into that, we uh, just got back into the work grind after a long, much-needed Memorial Day weekend. You got myself, Chad, Jay, and Kyle back at it again. So, Jay, why don't you uh, tell us what you did over the long weekend? Uh, me and the family and some high school uh, friends went to Warsaw, Missouri, to Truman Lake and did some fishing and eating, cooking, and just hanging out, relaxing. No cell phone service was nice. Although when you come to Kyle's house, it's like the same damn thing. Can't yeah. <laughs> phone call off or nothing. Back in 1902 in Kyle Shed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's about it. Just I saw some uh, saw some blue cats on the. Yep. Smoked some blue cats on, on a, a mini drum. Mini drum. It turned out actually surprisingly good. Got a little, little bit of heat for that picture on Facebook. They didn't. Everybody thought I was crazy, but it was actually good stuff. Put a little jalapeno garlic Heath Rouse saw, uh, seasoning and twisted steel on it. It was phenomenal. So it was was the cat, you gutted the catfish and then threw it on there? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming. Just gutted it, kept the head on everything. Basically peeled right off the backbone. Kids loved it. It was good. Juicy nug. Mm-hmm, surprisingly. Uh, Kyle, what about you? What'd you do this Memorial Day weekend? Uh, we went camping. Over in Carlisle, it was a pretty good time. Super relaxing. We actually went out on Thursday night already. I still worked on Friday, but took off on Saturday, and we had a good time. Did some grilling and kind of went the other direction on uh, Sunday afternoon. We fried fish, about 10 pounds of bluegill and crappie fillets, <clears throat> fresh pork rinds. Them were always fun. Yeah. Cooking those up. But, yeah, it was a good relaxing weekend. Uh, daughter wrecked her bike, so that was pretty cool. Britain. My oldest. Oh boy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, she, she was totally fine. Besides being banged up, she was fine. But she was damn lucky. Her friend that was with her said her head hit the tree, a tree, and she was definitely not wrong because her helmet's all jacked up, <laughs> bike's junk, it's in the dumpster. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh so yeah. She's, she's lucky. Good. <clears throat> yeah, she's lucky. Kendall, her friend, was like, not real sure why she wasn't using her brakes, but she didn't use her brakes. <laughs> I think she just panicked or something because they. They were just getting back from a long ride. They took one across the dam road at Carlisle, <clears throat> and uh, they got back. We went up taking the smaller kids on a walk, and when we got back, they are sitting under the easy up, and they're just kind of sitting there, and Britton's like, I wrecked my bike. I'm like, cool. Amanda's like, are you all right? And then she started showing us all our battle wounds, and, well, other than she walked away, the tree won for sure. <laughs> her whole right side of her body is scratched up from <laughs> her shoulder to hip to hand to ankle to hip. Our, her calf's got a big old bruise on it, but oh well, she's all right though. So did she did She walk the bike back or what? Yeah, it, was, it had happened like really close to the camper. She, oh. never, she didn't get back on the bike the rest of the weekend. It was junk. The, she couldn't shift it. It broke, up, broke the shifting, so she, only, she was stuck in the gear that she was in. <laughs> her steering or her handlebars were all twisted up her seat was twisted up and she was done riding bike though after that yeah i'm gonna try it 
I believe that. Um, myself and my family and uh, my mother-in-law, Lisa and Rob, and um, my brother-in-law, Justin and Emily, and Rob's kids um, all went to Rockbridge, Missouri, to the Rainbow Trout Lodge <clears throat> and did some trout fishing. It was uh, kind of the same as Jay, unplugged for the weekend, no, no cell phone service, no Wi-Fi. I think that's the longest my son's ever gone without an electronic. <laughs> and, uh, but he had a really good time. Everybody caught fish. Um, they, put, they basically put trout in the stream. It's a private-owned stream, and you, it's catch and keep, not catch and release. Uh, they charge you five fifty a pound for the trout that you take up there, and they clean them and all that stuff for you. Briley, my daughter, won the Big Fish Award for the weekend. She caught a 5.93, almost six-pound trout, which is gigantic. So now she thinks we're going to get that mounted, so there's another $500. But uh, other than that, it was, it was a good weekend, uh, good, good time to be away, good getaway. Glad to be back into the swing of things, but it was a nice, relaxing weekend, and have to say thanks to all those that serve and have served and let us have the freedoms that we have without them who knows where we'd be we wouldn't be doing this that's for sure all right so i think if that's all we got for that let's uh let's jump in get into the main topic of tonight um summertime grilling what uh jay what's your go-to meat to cook like what's your whenever somebody says summertime grilling what what comes to your mind i mean i'm a red red meat lover so kind of partial to that obviously like a, a, away from your normal steaks something unique i guess uh tri-tips are awesome go to beef cheeks are awesome uh these wagyu denver steaks are amazing that we've been cutting up they're really good, but I don't know. We try to serve a bunch of people. I don't know, chicken wings or something like that. But uh, I like red meat. Ribeyes. Ribeyes. What about you, Kyle? Uh, you know, I'm kind of going to go the other direction on that. Uh, my The most fun cooking for me is definitely pork. I love cooking pork steaks. love cooking ribs. But... My family is definitely more on the red meat side. Britain, Amanda, they just love beef filet. Go figure, right? Most expensive. Yeah. <laughs> get. Uh, but no. Rib Good eyes, thing you know a guy. Ribeye is probably my ultimate favorite thing to grill. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you I, know, I guess summertime grilling for me, like, I guess what just automatically jumps into my head is hot dogs and hamburgers. Brats, yeah. Brats. Just if you're a beginner griller or cooking, cooking for a bunch of people around a pool or something, usually hamburgers, pork burgers, brats, hot dogs, that type of thing come, comes into my, my mind. But if I'm like my go-to meat to cook during the summer, if I have enough time, it's going to be something on the smoker for sure, probably ribs or pork steak or a brisket or something like that but if if we're talking yeah charcoal grill pk i i would have to lean towards the old ribeyes myself as well 
what's everybody cook on? Like, what's your favorite cooking? Smoker, grill, Kyle. Ooh. Yeah. Most <laughs> favorite or most convenient? You got to go favorite. Convenience too easy. Oh, definitely my rectangle. I love my rectangle. Yep, for sure. No drum. No drum here. Don't own one. <laughs> Not yet. But no, uh, probably my rectangle. Pull your um, mic a little closer to you. Is that better? Yes, thank you. Sorry about that, boss. Uh, yeah, no, Riptangle's fun, but I mean, for everybody that's familiar with a drum, not a Riptangle, it's pretty much the same thing. Same idea cooking. Just um, uh, 400 pounds heavier. <laughs> All right, you want to argue? Let's argue. <laughs> How many ribs can you get on your drum? Uh, well, put, you got me there. I put five on there this weekend. Five racks? Yeah, and you're shuffling racks. No, I did not shuffle one time. Well, then you trimmed them down to seven bones. I took two bones off one end and one bone off the other. So you trimmed about seven bones. You're not cooking three bones a rack. I got to see how you did this. I don't believe it. Yeah, I, I mean, I got a picture of the final product. I swear to God, I put them all in one rack. Our listeners can't see these pictures. Please. I struggle. I'm show you. I struggle. I mean, I can get four I mean, racks on there, but it's... Tight, tight, tight. I mean, I wouldn't do it at a comp, but these guys don't know what good ribs are. They had to be laying, standing up along <laughs> no. the leaning against the side. I mean, there was one slab, <laughs> one slab on top of the other. But uh, anyway, no, I uh, I like cooking on my pellet smoker a lot too, for sure. Yeah, I uh, my favorite is probably my Shirley. I don't use it very often more because it's so big and you feel stupid lighting that thing to put one rack or even four racks of ribs on it but it's probably my favorite grill to to play with it's a stick burner offset stick burner but yeah convenience wise for sure the pellet grill or my blackstone i do enjoy cooking some stuff on the blackstone i don't use it near as much as i do my other grills but uh what about you jay what's your uh, favorite the old weber kettle i think i haven't used it in a while because of that mini drums kind of replaced it but the weber kettle has done me good for a lot of years i don't think i think everyone has to have one in their backyard for sure yeah you you've been uh <coughs> running weber kettle ever since i've known you i should be sponsored by him i i agree I mean, I think the first time that one, when you started dating Jamie and had us all over for a cook after you, you were working at the meat shop, the old box of Jay steaks, they used <laughs> to always throw a bunch of trimmed up, not so pretty looking stuff. It still tasted delicious. It was just stuff they wouldn't put in the retail area or couldn't really sell because it didn't look good. And they had a box in the freezer labeled J Steaks and came over and, man. They felt bad for me. They were freaking delicious. They had to give me the shit steaks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a Who dog. cut them? <laughs> Probably not me at that time. <laughs> Back to the favorite thing, uh, cooking on, now that I think about it a little bit more, is I really enjoy cooking <laughs> on the Crank It Up. That's yeah, fun. those are fun. Yeah. Just, just the Santa open. Maria style. Yep. No lid, no nothing, just 
watch it cook and yep. crank it up, crank it down. Yep. Yeah, I was watching the before I came here the barbecue. Uh, oh, I don't, it's on Netflix. A new series came out. Oh yeah, I, I saw the series. I didn't watch it yet. I watched a couple episodes beforehand. It's pretty cool. They got uh, a couple Santa Marias and the offsets, and then yeah, that's pretty. Just watching them use them, crank it up is pretty neat. I would say uh, most of our listeners probably, I would guess, have a some type of charcoal grill, Weber kettle, or even a Kingsford whatever, or whatever knockoff brand of uh, Webers, and probably a lot, of, I'm sure, maybe even the majority now, have some sort of pellet smoker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. so many pellet smokers out there. They're just, they're so easy. I mean, they are. you Turn turn it to the temperature you want. Don't have to worry about flare-ups. I mean, there's really no babysitting to it. Just check on your meat, turn it a couple times, and probe it for temperature and pull it off when it's at temp. It doesn't get much simpler than that. And there's pellet grills are about like cars. You can spend 200 bucks on one. You can spend $4,000 on one. But they are pretty convenient. Uh, I I still feel like the char like true charcoal grill Weber kettle PK uh, drum smoker offset smoker still gets a gives it a better flavor, in my opinion, than a pellet grill will. But yeah. for convenience and ease of use, pellet grills are pretty much the way to go. Um, what would you? And uh, for the meat, from a meat standpoint, if if somebody was having a big pool party, you know, 25, 30, 40 people over, or having a backyard party in the summer, and they wanted to cook a bunch, cook a bunch of meat up for for the party, what's like good and cost effective to feed like that? Your regular old, you know, got a Weber grill type of guy would. Oh, that's. That's a pretty easy question, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you it depending on how creative you want to get, but cost effective to feed a bunch of people would be pork burgers, beef burgers, you Brats. know, hand patty or pre patted already one pork butt and make pulled pork. But I mean, it, yeah, it's yeah, I, mean, I guess I'm talking, yeah, and how much time you want to spend. Yeah, out. you can cook two pork butts and oh, shit, cook for right. forty people. Right. I mean. Damn near. You're, I mean, you're still gonna need to throw some kind of chicken or something on yeah. for people because not everybody's gonna eat pork. But you cook two pork butts for however long. I mean, you know, smoke two butts and even on your uh, even on your Weber, you can do the old uh, the fire trail trick. Oh, Have yeah. you guys ever seen that? Yeah, where they snake. put the charcoal in, around the out, outer edge and just light the one side and let it burn all the way around. Maybe throw a couple chunks of wood. Oh yeah. Throughout the the snake or whatever they call it. That does work pretty good. Uh, Barry Call actually did that down at the farm one time. First time I'd ever seen it. He cooked actually cooked uh, ribs that way on a on a Weber kettle, and they turned out fantastic. He did the three two one method on them, and yeah, they were they were good. That's the first time <laughs> I saw him doing this. I'm like, this is never gonna work. <laughs> it freaking did. It I've never tried it, but when he did that, did he spin his grate as they were cooking, or he just let the no. Trail of yeah, he just let the trail burn around it. Do its thing. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. It's That's pretty cool. Like offsetting your, offsetting the charcoal like on one side. I mean, same right, concept. Right, right. Just kind of a slower. Indirect. Yeah. Indirect, cook yeah. basically. Indirect is what I was looking for. 
but then yeah he he put a put a couple you know mini splits of hickory like just mm -hmm. kind of around the trail so every once in a while a piece of that hickory would light and give it a little more than just the charcoal flavor but sure. i've always wanted to do it but now you have drums and right other shit. right it's like yeah we didn't have any, i mean that was what we had so i know what jay's cooking this weekend what pork butt oh or ribs maybe ribs on your weber oh no i you're cooking it's your sunday's your party oh now. that's sunday yeah <clears throat> um what uh so i mean economical though like if if you didn't want to have a long you didn't have time to cook pork butt i mean hot, hot dogs, dogs brats burgers pork burgers i mean you can do pork steaks they're still for yeah pork steaks I mean, yeah but again you gotta have a pretty good cook, cooking surface if you want to cook 25 pork steaks right I mean, right oscar I'd meyer be, hot dogs get the hell out of here <laughs> You want to get some Wright's bacon too while you're at it? <laughs> yeah, Wright's bacon's expensive. Ten dollars a pound. Yeah, no kidding. It is. It's a joke. Um, so into like hot dogs and brats and stuff. I mean, what? I, there's how many different flavors of brats do you guys carry now or make nowadays? I shouldn't even say carry. I mean, all all the brats you guys have are what you make. So I think we're probably up to. I don't know. We haven't really added anything. That's my signature. Lately. But, what we got? 12 different Thir flavors? I think 13. That's 13? the numbers coming out of my head, but I don't know. Something like that. Enough. You so, know. bratwurst, what, what's your favorite bratwurst that you guys make? I would say, without a doubt, my personal favorite is still the jalapeno and cheese. Jay? That used to be my, I mean... That's my go-to, but pizza brats. <laughs> That's for sure my favorite. The pizza? Yeah, yeah. the pizza brats are just something by different. far Very my favorite. Different. Yeah. Put ranch on it. You honestly can put ranch on it. I'd do it. Or you can put pizza sauce or you can just put ketchup in. It's yeah, all, all the good. pizza brats are my favorite. Uh, the You cooked us some, our last uh, couple trekking for CDH meetings ago, the beef the and... Mushroom and Swiss. Mu or was there a bacon cheeseburger one or something? I probably could. I mean, I might have done bacon cheddar, yeah. Bacon cheddar. That was the first time I ever had and the, that uh, flavor, and I thought those were good. Philly mm -hmm. and Swish was also pretty yeah. good. Yeah, bacon cheddar is real good. Do you still uh, you still make those mango habanero ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Didn't think they're too spicy for this guy. Me too, but people love them. People do love them. I like them too, but there's no reason for me to cook them because <coughs> nobody will eat them. Right. right. I but like I. Them. I like them too. Don't get me wrong; they got good flavor. They're, I'm just when it comes to spicy stuff, I'm a wuss. I am a wuss. Like if it's hotter than black pepper, <laughs> I can't really handle it. <laughs> but uh, what about? Uh, are you guys carrying, stocking any um, any of the newer sausages yet that that you've been working on or making for? Some of these barbecue guys. Um, so we did the Johnny's Twisted House with Johnny Joseph, Marty Plute, and Stackhouse, our Me Whiskey Boys, and that's their three seasonings put together. We sell that there. That's probably it's a sausage. We sell them bulk and length. And uh, that's uh, that's 
beef and pork, right? Or is it? No, it's just pork. It, we tried it with beef, and I don't know. Just gave the wrong texture for me, and cost efficient. Beef's expensive, more expensive than pork, and it just turned. It turns. It's really good. It turned out good pork. So the Johnny's Twisted House. Do you do you prefer it in a wink, like a bratwurst casing, or what, do you like it better, like patted and grilled, like a burger? I think patted and grilled like a burger is the popular demand yeah smash burgers out of them i would agree i that that's my favorite way to have to have that johnny swiss house is you know in a patty it's it's really good it's it's i mean it's kind of nice because you don't have to do anything like smash it up and cook it it's already (laughs) seasoned you don't have to do nothing seasoning wise throw them on the grill pull them off when they're done and slap a piece of cheese on it if you want and eat it Yep. And then we do the Lima Loco. That's Marty Plutes also seasoning. That's good. Yeah, it's good. It's got a mozzarella thing on it, mozzarella cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And then we made his sultry smoke uh, sausage too, which is really good too. Uh, still, we brought Heath Riles stuff to him in Memphis. Hopefully start making that soon or see where that goes. Still working on it with Tim Shear and his sausage. But that's mainly the three newer ones, I guess. Yeah. And uh, uh, what about hot dogs? Do you guys make any of your own hot dogs? Yeah. We just make it like a regular hot dog and a cheese hot dog. And those, like if you went there, they're just called Cordy Meats Dog? Mm-hmm. Or? Yep. Say Cordy Dogs with cheese or just? Are they like the... Would you would you say they're like a funeral dog? Yep. They got that's that kinda, snappy casing. Yep, that's exactly what they are. They're smaller. They're eight to a pound. They're not like a big ballpark Frank hot dog. But yeah. And then and then you got the all beef hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Now is the all beef hot dog and the gourmet hot dog is that two different things or? Is yeah. Yep. The gourmet is definitely a better hot dog for sure. I, I mean, I bring them home, cook them. They're good. Yeah, I like the gourmet hot dogs. The, They're good. The all-meat hot dogs, eh. Yeah. I kind of steer away from them. They're just, they're a hot dog, you know. Yeah, nothing special. No. They ain't got those chicken kidneys and beaks and all that stuff in it. Right, yep. It's all beef. <laughs> it's not good. So the the classic hot dog thing for people is they literally some people think you're literally just like scrape what they scraped up off the floor oh, and throw it in them anything and everything's in it yeah uno's beef kidneys whatever yeah whatever. eyeballs brain yeah that's what people, that's what people think but, but there's no truth to that right yeah them big brands they are if you look at oh yeah they definitely have you not name ours. it in there not they'll have snoots and stuff in it i mean it's just Whatever, like oh, chicken you, to pork to beef to anything. You got a all meat hot dog. I mean, that's a little sketchy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's safe to eat. It's safe to sell. Right, right. It's just, it definitely has the weird stuff in it. Yeah. But if you buy hot, like, and I'm not just saying like just us. Like, you know, if you buy a good homemade hot dog from any processor, I'm sure. Read your labels. It's got to be declared on there. Yeah. And our hot dogs are 100% pork, not 
100% pork with kidneys added or 100% pork with right. heart added or liver or anything like that. So if it says 100% pork, like if you put heart it'll, it'll or... It just say pork. If, if it, you put pork heart or pork kidney, it would still just have to say 100% pork. Technically, label. up to a certain percent, yep. So it could still be in there, but I can promise you in our, it's pork only. Pork, right. meat. Pork trimmings. No organs. Yeah. Zero. Right. I. And but then the that's how people make it cheaper. I mean, right? You can go find a package of Oscar Mayer or something from Walmart for ninety nine. Yeah, cents. right. I mean, you can't get eight hot dogs for ninety nine cents. <laughs> right. I mean, what? Not without some lips and tongues, and they're filling it with stuff that we throw in a barrel. Right. That that you throw in the rendering company barrel. Right. They're throwing it in the hot dog pot. But uh, they figure out how to make it work, dude. I mean, it yeah, tastes legit. So. The, like, the different, tell me, tell us uh, the difference between, like, a hot dog and a brat, you know, like, emulsification and stuff. That's exactly what it is. A hot dog is basically, the meat is ground, and then it goes through a blender, kind of, sort of, like a giant blender, and it just turns it into, like, pudding, like, just emulsifies it. And it's the same thing with bologna. That's why it's a, hot dogs and bologna is kind of a texture thing for people. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's same pork. There's more fat in a hot dog, but it's just ground for a brat and ground emulsified for a hot dog. And it's different seasonings too. But right. It's. Have you ever tried to emulsify a brat? No. Think it'd be any good? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Want me to make you some? It wouldn't be that hard. No, I know. It'd be thrown in the emulsifier. Sure, I'll try it. Let's give it a whirl. See what it does. I like to party. Let's see what happens. Um, <coughs> what about so you, uh, so burgers, hot dogs? We didn't uh, burgers wise. Beef burgers. I know you guys have uh, pre patty burgers, third mm-hmm. pound, quarter pound burgers. My my. Uh, my go-to in the pre-patty is definitely the third pounders. Agreed. In both beef and pork. Yeah. They're just a little thicker. and yep. Those quarter pounders, man, you're like, throw them on the grill, flip them, get them off. Oh, yeah, they're done. I mean, yep. it, if they're on there five minutes, I'd say that's max. Yeah. And, I I mean, I just don't see the point. You're going to do the quarter pounder because then you're going to eat two or make a double. Right. So... Might as well make the third. And, right. And then most people usually just grab one. Yeah, but yeah. I think quarter power is more geared like fundraisers or like a Yeah, fall, for sure. Like concession stand. Or yeah, or, yeah. Absolutely. So they're good for that. Pri- price price right. effective or more price effective. Yeah. Because you get, what do you get in a box of quarter pounders? 24? 24. 24. Yeah. And in you get like 19 or 20 in the third 18. pounders. 18. So that goes back to your, what you know. You're just feeding a bunch of high school kids. Who cares if they taste like a leather shoe patty? Feed it to them. Right. Yeah. Hell, you can throw it at them. Yeah. <laughs> Use it for a hockey puck afterwards. I yeah. mean, those quarter pounders don't turn into leather. <laughs> well, they you, can. Quit. Well, yeah. They you, can if you don't. Yeah. You got to watch it. I mean, yeah, you, can't you literally. Walk, you can't walk No. Away. You literally throw them on maybe one minute, flip it a minute, and you're probably safe to pull them off. Yeah. yeah we. I mean, depending on, obviously, if you're grills only at 200 degrees that's a different story but if you got a hot grill at 350 or higher oh, it's you're, you're done yeah yeah we've ate plenty of 
shoe leather patties at lunch at oh, Cordy. Yeah. We get sure. all we get all the rejects. Yep. <laughs> uh, so if you so basically, I think if you are looking for something different or a little maybe spice things up a little bit this summer, if you haven't tried the the different bratwurst flavors that Cordy Meats has, you definitely should do yourself a favor and get you a couple packs, like. Like Jay and Kyle were saying, there's 13 different uh, varieties that they make, and they're all really good. I think every it's like anything; everybody has their their favorite or their taste palettes are a little different. Uh, like, but if you haven't tried the pizza brats, I highly recommend those. If you haven't tried the the mushroom Swiss, those are good. The Philly ones are good. They're I haven't ever had a bad one. But I definitely have some that I like better, but they're all good. And just like the mango habanero, I mean, if you're into a little bit of spicier things, that it'll be right up your alley. And they're pretty, pretty economical. It's not gonna, you're not gonna have to write a hundred dollar check for a couple packs of brats. Uh, what? So what about sides? What do you guys? I guess what comes to my mind um, that the meat shop has is like the loaded loaded baked potato salad that's one of my favorites but yeah that stuff's definitely good i kind of got wore out with it though right when it came out ate a lot of it yeah <laughs> i mean it seemed like everywhere we went yeah it was there but oh man my favorite right now is probably the coleslaw that we're making it's pretty simple it's a creamy like italian vinegary coleslaw it's really freaking good but i mean we got a secret in there though we can't tell no one oh yeah you know secret yep. secret. takes a really 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 expensive piece of equipment just to make coleslaw <laughs> <laughs> uh macaroni salad i mean anything like that's pretty good oh I, yeah for I, sure i think you got that you, bang bang shrimp that's oh yeah ribeyes that's one of my favorite sides yeah ribeye <laughs> rib i'll just take a ribeye with a side of ribeye uh i think that covers the uh the topics i had for summertime grilling but what about any updates on the anything happening with the new shop uh not really we're still just kind of tearing it apart right now we have a pretty big meeting actually tomorrow uh which will be may 31st um it's with all the engineers and architects involved uh so pretty excited about that kind of nervous too i hope i'm prepared on my end um but i think we're pretty good it's gonna be cool i hope there's some good info to come out of it and we i don't know if we were last week during the podcast but we are usda approved now they looked at the floor plan and checked everything out and it was all accepted so we're ready to move forward good deal that was booyah kind of a big deal because we didn't know how long that was going to actually take but it they looked over the plans came down checked it out and they were they liked it it everything made sense and 
They picked apart a couple of different things, but nothing major at all. It was literally I don't remember. Easy to I know we we did touch on this, but what are, what is the, what are the U.S. like? What are they looking at? I mean, you gave them a set of drawings, and and what are they approving or disapproving? I guess. So they just want to make sure, you know, U.S. So we do literally everything across the board. You know, some processors might do one thing or another, but we do retail, we do venison, we do slaughter, we do ready to eat, we do wholesale. So we it so each you, one each one of them put you in different classification or different. Yeah, categories. each one of those is kind of just a different thing. So USDA has to make sure everything's going to flow the right way for what involves no cross contamination and what doesn't involve them. Like right. venison, they have nothing to do with, and venison can't have anything to do with what they inspect. Right. Same thing with retail; they don't have anything to do with retail. So. Basically, they just don't want lines crossing, product crossing. Your flow just needs to be right, basically, is kind of, in a nutshell, what that means. You know, they want to make sure your slaughter floor is not having other employees, like, like to where it's not a traffic zone, where other employees that are working on fresh meat or something like that, you know, they don't want them... Walking through the slaughter walking floor. Walking through the slaughter floor, or slaughter floor, walking employees walking through so you know they just want to make sure you got like your proper changing rooms and things like that where they need to be and stuff like that but we're i mean it, they they liked it they said it was good so good deal yep moving forward that's awesome so how many times has your dad built a <laughs> tool room in the new place and had to take it back apart Ah, uh, just one time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. Just one. Just one time. Just that. Yep. After that, he kind of had a little walkthrough with him just to make sure that he was on the right page. <laughs> but oh yeah, yep. That was funny that day I went in there. I'm like, uh, what are you doing? But whatever. Yeah, Dave. Dave was building himself a, a sweet maintenance room, and Kyle had to burst his bubble and tell him that, uh, Dad, you might as well stop what you're doing because this room's getting demoed. <laughs> like he shot his puppy dog. Yeah, he, was, he looked a little upset, but <laughs> you know, whatever. That's what happens when you get in a hurry. Yep. Well, that's good. That's good to hear that things are moving forward moving in the right direction anyways super excited yep any uh any talks of start dates yet from plocker uh not really i mean what's technically a start date we like when like when they'll come in maybe i don't know I would what their bet after this plan. meeting tomorrow we will probably know that i don't see why they're not gonna be it's still in the bidding process you know they're every i mean everybody's got but now they know the floor plan. They can. I don't see why they can't start taking out concrete and things right. like that where drains yep. need to be. Yeah, getting some demo started. Yep, that kind of stuff. I mean, all the old HVAC, all that. I mean, every all that shit's got to come down. So I would think that they can probably. Yeah, get started on that stuff started. for sure. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, what? Uh, so I know Tuesday's kill day. What? 
how many beef and pigs did we kill today? Today was actually the smallest kill day we've had since pre-COVID. We had a bunch of beef cancel last week, and when we started calling the people on our waiting list, they were like, I ain't got them sold, or they weren't ready and didn't even realize they were still on the waiting list. So we only killed 12 beef today and six pigs. We had uh, six or eight pigs canceled too. Wow. Yeah. Done by lunchtime. We were. Yep. We, <laughs> we walked up at noon. And, you know, it's all right. We Everybody needs a break once right. in a while. And it's summertime. People want to take vacations. And I myself am off a little too much probably. But got a lot of things planned. So it'll be nice to some of the other guys can say, hey, I'm out of here. I'm taking off. Yeah. Give everybody a little summer break. Yeah. I mean, that used to be. That used to be our ten, normal kill. Ten years ago. Oh, I'd say. Summertime was, like, summertime for you guys was your slower time. Like. Oh, for sure. Your, your I mean, dad. I mean, this, I mean that was right when now your, is your dad used to go golfing and do kind of things he could do because the shop wasn't near as busy. Mm-hmm. And then nowadays it seems like there is no such thing as a slow time. No. Not really. Slaughter's always slowed down a little bit. Uh, farmers get busy in the fields and all that good stuff, but not this slow. I mean, it's, I was kind of shocked. I knew the end of last week that it was probably going to be a small kill day, but I didn't know how small it was going to actually be. But like I said, it's we got 22 beef again next week. We even called some of them people like, hey, you want to split them up a little bit and bring some in this week? And they're like, <laughs> Oh, it's not going to work out. I can't, or whatever, you know. Or right. It's. I got my. I'm already off work on Tuesday, so I can actually haul them in. It just didn't work out. So yeah, we got 12 this week, and I think there's 22 in the book for next week. But it is what it is, you know. I mean, it's. It's summertime. It always has been this way. Yeah. What about you, Jay? What What did you get accomplished today? Any Anything good? No, not really. Uh, went out to eat lunch with Dickie. He dropped off some hogs from Marble Ridge, and went out to eat lunch with him. It was actually it was a pretty slow day up front too, which is unusual. But after Memorial Day weekend, it usually is any holiday. Everyone's worn out. And yeah, I know we were all worn out. And then, uh, I bet Memorial nice. Day Saturday in the retail area was oh yeah no joke. It's probably busier than hell. <laughs> Me or Kyle weren't there, but yeah, <laughs> I heard I heard it was busy. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like Memorial Day weekend is like that's like the Kickstarter to yeah. everybody oh, getting yep. outside, wanting to grill something, wanting to cook something. You know, have people over, kind of kicks off the summer and really starts bringing people in. To, oh yeah, it's like the biggest pork steak weekend. Yeah. Over here. Mother's Day is usually pretty busy too. People get excited about that, but it's this weekend. Well, Mother's Day can still Father's be Day. cold or something. Yeah. And then, but now it's the kids are out of school. Everybody's ready to go on their first camping trip. I mean, it's like go time. Everybody's yeah. getting their stuff. I mean, I bet we cut. I'm not even joking. Probably 12 cases of butts from <laughs> Wednesday to Friday. 
for pork steaks. Yeah, that's crazy. So we sold a lot of pork steaks. And then the bratwurst, didn't expect to make bratwurst, but had two guys that were scheduled off on Friday to go to a dirt race, and we ended up getting into a bind. So they came in and ran, I don't remember what they ended up running, but they ran botched from about 7 to 10 on Friday. And then they're like, all right, we're out of here. It's like, yep, thanks for coming and appreciate it. Because <laughs> we were a little bit in a bind. We could have figured it out, but we would have ran out. We were going to run out of broad. So, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was a good weekend. It was nice. Retail did good. Yep. That's what it's all about. Uh, I don't know. You got anything else, Jay? Uh, Janky Leg Barbecue won another grand oh, champion yeah, in yeah. Colorado this weekend, which is phenomenal. They're number one in the country right now, and we supply every piece of meat that they cook, and pretty amazing what they're doing. Actually, he's he's putting on a show in the yeah. KCBS world, That's honestly. That's for sure, yeah. So big uh, shout-out to him and Allie and Teen Wolf. Allie is his wife, and I've been to many barbecue competitions with them, and when these wives deal, I mean, even with our wives, you guys know how it is on a very smaller scale, but, I mean, these wives that they make it their lives to help their husbands, they, they really are like a, a very valuable asset to their teams. and Rare breed. Yeah, they're all in. and Just got off the phone with them actually for this, and he's always thinking of the next comp and always, always trying to better himself, and that's why we like Jordan a lot. They're good people too. Yeah, Fun to hang out sure. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day we'll get down to their pool when we get an invite. Yeah, Maybe. for sure. I know. I keep they seeing. They might regret that, but <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> keep seeing pictures of that damn pool and keep keep thinking we need to get down there and have a pool party. Let him cook some of this world famous. Nah, we'll probably order some kind of pizza. Yeah, we'll or probably something. have pizza. Yeah. Or something. It'd be like you guys kidding me? I ain't freaking yeah, cooking shit yeah, this exactly. week. He's, I guarantee he ain't eating it. Right. <laughs> no, other than that, you know, Tuesday's actually a busy day to me. Ship out comp meat. Shipped out like four orders today from South Carolina to Michigan to Texas to where was it? Oh, Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, Louisiana all today. So, man, that's going good. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yep. So they, uh, is it, are you getting new, new clients on pretty regular on ship and stuff too? Or you got kind of a, Out of a the, group of people that have, that you, that have just been pretty consistent about ordering it? There's a group that's consistent, but today out of the, what did I say, four or five, I don't know, two, two of them are new. So yeah, every it seems like every week or every two weeks, whenever you know, it's a couple more add-on like new guys. So and that's going back. Jordan, uh, you know, he definitely speaks highly of us. Promotes it. He travels all around the country, and uh, yeah. I saw uh, Blues Hog went to Colorado too, didn't they? They're in Denver. They did oh, the, they were not cooking at the same. No, they did the Q Fest uh, in Denver, which I think was at the football Mile High Stadium. I think so. Uh, they did. They just cooked a whole hog, and 
uh, pork butts and stuff like that. Just like they were just feeding the public. Yeah, promote their name and get out there a little more. Yeah, I I saw that. I just saw that they posted they were going to Colorado. I and I knew Jordan was going to Colorado, so I yeah. thought maybe they were cooking KCBS comp with the same one Jordan was cooking. No, back like I said, Dick Yearly, that's Tim's brother-in-law. He just got back. He drove their mega drums out there, and he just got back last night. Picked up the hogs and drove to our place. Now he's got to go. He leaves Thursday to go to Florida for another event. So, I mean, that guy's all over the place. Crazy. Crazy. That is crazy. (laughs) All right. I think, uh, Kyle, you got anything else for us? I don't think so. I'm good. Um, Just a a reminder, we're going to beat this thing to death until it's over, but uh, plug and uh, trekking for CDH, our our competition that uh, myself, Jay, Kyle, and about seven other people help us put on is September 16th and 17th at PIC Park in Pierron, Illinois. Are you sure? I think it's 15th, 16th, ain't it? No, it's 15th Friday. 16th and 17th, Saturday and Sunday. I think you're right, Stu. Yeah, you're right, 16th and 17th. Uh, 16th and 17th, don't let Jay confuse you. I'm the one that booked it, too. (laughs) More than welcome to come out the 15th, though, and help us out. Yeah, help or, us get ready. Or drink beer. <laughs> or, or that, too. There will be plenty of that going on. Um, no, uh, we're, hoping for a, we're hoping for a great turnout again. <laughs> yeah, it's lined up pretty well. I yeah, think. like we had last year. Uh, last year was our first year. It's our second year. We need uh, some more backyard teams. Get, some, get your buddies together. Yeah. 150 bucks, sign up, have fun, burn some meat. It's a good time. Me and Kyle are, Kyle will show you how to if you get uh, if you get signed up Whatever. soon enough. Uh, I think there's actually a, co- a class that's coming with that sign up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing it? I we think did, we did talk about that. I think Jeff Bartles. Hmm. Yep. Got to be signed up before August. Backyard only. There you go. Give you a, so you'll get a you'll get a class on backyard barbecue before our comp. So free, you'll, of, free of charge? Yeah, it comes with your sign-up. Damn. With signing up. Well, that's silly not to do it. Yeah. Yeah, so you won't, I Get mean. signed up. Even People, if it's your. You free class. Yeah, be your first, can be your first comp. You won't even have to go in there totally in the blind. You'll get a, get a nice class from Jeff Bartles and probably a few others will be there to show you the ropes and we can even have Casey Hannon teach you how to do SCA steak he's a golden ticket winner yeah for sure he'd love to do that the true Rudy experience Mm -hmm. and if you cook Casey's time schedule you don't even have to be there till like 10 30 you can sleep in yeah there's no there is no need to be there before Mm -hmm. 10 half hour you don't need a pop-up tent you can put your PK on your tailgate oh yeah you just pull up with your enclosed trailer that you borrowed from a buddy and just park leave. right in front of your spot, leave, leave your truck, truck run, <laughs> let, <laughs> let, let all your other friends that are there set up plenty it. of time and help unload all your shit and then win it. <laughs> and light, your, light, light your charcoal in your, 
in your chimney and set it on the asphalt and catch the asphalt on fire. Yeah. He should have been docked. <laughs> he should have got docked for that. That right there. I should. think he should have got DQ'd. Yeah. The story is he got first. What he got first in ribs, first in chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got this is backyard and me and Kyle cooked it, and we got second in ribs, second in chicken. Got beat by his dumbass. Uh, yeah, GC and RGC. Pretty upset about it. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, and then then uh, Casey got lost, lost himself on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> he invited us all over to celebrate, and he said, "Come over, I'm getting pizza." We get there, and there was he ordered four different kinds of cheese pizza from Domino's. <laughs> Hey, Casey, where's the pizza with the meat on it? (laughs) Oh, that was funny. Good times. Uh, Thanks again for listening. If you would love, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear feedback, questions, comments, uh, positive and negative. Keep the negatives a little to minimum, but, you know, we're we're green at this. But anyways, uh, reach out to us meat cartel the number three at gmail.com meat cartel three at gmail.com thanks everybody for listening and we'll be back again next week